Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, welcome everyone. The SmackDown Post Show here for March 19th. Sean Rossab is not here. He's off turning a Cyclops or something. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's actually going to be a surprise uh, guest at NWA this Sunday. I think that's legit what's going to happen. And this LASIK is just an excuse. I am here. I'm Jeremy Lambert. You know me from the distraction, from Twitch, from a bunch of different things. And I'm here with an actual professional for once, not a troll like Sean Ross Sapp. Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how you doing? I'm I'm pretty much a semi-professional troll, I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not paid a lot. I'm paid a little bit. Come in every so often. But uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, happy to be in the family still. Yes, I, I was Got very Sean excited. Sean watching me. Even though, even though he's not here, he's always watching you. He's got you. Got to shoot lasers in his eyes so he can actually see you. Since that's apparently what he did, I'm still not buying it. Still see, not now we're gonna be stuff. disappointed if he doesn't have lasers. <laughs> I think he's he's gonna show up at NWA and he's just gonna he's gonna blast the lasers out of his eyes. That's what's gonna happen on Sunday. He's gonna have glasses. He's gonna have a cane. Yeah. He's gonna throw the cane away. Pick up the glasses. Laser beams. And then uh, then Aaron. Uh, Aaron, what's what's his last name? I can't remember. Uh, the former Damian Sandow, Aaron. Oh, Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens then loses. <laughs> It'll get a big pop from uh, Cyclops is better than Wolverine, though. He'll he'll really appreciate uh, the Cyclops, uh, Sean Rossap. Guys, uh, send your super chats in. You send a super chat in, you get your question, comment, statement read on the air. Like our buddy Tim Traver, who sends $200. My God, Tim Traver. Says, I'm super happy to see Jeff Hawkins on tonight. Want to bless the writers at Fightful. I'm super better now. Glad you're doing better, buddy. Uh, if, you, if you're into diecast cars like me, check out Diecast Collective on Facebook. You will love it. There you go. If you like diecast cars, go check that out. Tim, you want to support us, send it directly to our PayPals. Not here. I don't see any of this. Send it to my PayPal, man. Um, Address on request. <laughs> Corbin101 says, thoughts on Charlotte being removed from the WrestleMania poster. Jeff, you got thoughts on this? Uh, no. <laughs> it's just what <laughs> they do. Know. I mean, I don't, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I can ask, but, it, you know, do I think it might have been petty? Sure. <laughs> because this company can be a little bit petty at times. Um I don't let me well I think also you know you want to give also a lot of focus on Bianca and Sasha so I I think it's an I mean there there's a positive to it if if you want to find it I mean Charlotte doesn't have a match at at WrestleMania Not why yet, should she be on we, the poster we know what it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe once they like officially announce her match they'll add her back yeah. to the poster I don't know <laughs> it's like that photo in Back to the Future they're disappearing <laughs> and now they're gonna reappear once they're put on the card that's gonna be great sometimes they don't know what they're doing like they had Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman removed uh, from Fastlane on .com and then they advertise it on this show so maybe it's gonna happen maybe it's not gonna happen. Who really knows? Yeah, it could be just as banal as there's a miscommunication between the marketing department and the higher-ups. Yes. 
you have thoughts on uh, the host of WrestleMania 37? <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> Any well, thoughts that aren't going to get you in too bad of trouble? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, you know, I, I'm i still of the opinion that Hogan is not yet fully fessed up and redeemed himself so that we can then forgive him and then he can clean up his image. So I just, and I view, I view it more cynically than most. I think, especially with Titus O'Neil, Titus, who doesn't wrestle on the reg. He's from Florida. I get it. He was a Gator, but he is there. What, what's the, I mean, he's a great spokesperson, public relations guy. And it seems to me that's kind of his role here as a host is to be the public relations part with Hogan, who might not have the best reputation in the world. I'm hoping against hope that there is not some sort of (laughs) some sort of really cynical, yo, giving a hug to each other and things of that nature. But, you know, I I I would have preferred maybe Bailey hosting this thing since she doesn't have anything to do yet. And their original plan right now does not seem to be able to come to fruition. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd much rather view a talent that is hot that may not be have a match. Cause you know, <laughs> it's two nights. How could, how could everybody <laughs> on the roster have a match in two nights, Jeremy? Jeez. I mean, that would take planning and carefulness and booking things like that. <laughs> But um, Hulk Hogan could go away. I don't want him off the network, but he could go away as a public figure, and I wouldn't mind. Yeah, he can. I mean, it, it's, it'd be tough to remove like all his matches from the network. But no, he's yeah. an important part of the history of WWE, and I don't mind. I don't mind disclaimers. I don't mind that. I mind eliminating people from history because they're inconvenient to you personally. And that was always my problem with removing Hogan from the network in any way. I mean, I I don't think he deserves any special treatment, but at the same time, the company, you know, distancing themselves and going, well, you know what, you know, he used to be, I mean, he, he was basically the logo for this company for, what, eight years, nine years, ten years, something like that. So he's an important part of WWE's history, but... That doesn't mean he needs to be around currently. He can be part of history, and he can be left in history. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't need him to show up at WrestleMania. Yeah, everyone told me Bailey was hosting. As I, I tweeted last week, I was like, "It's kind of crazy that Bailey held the women's title for a year, kind of carried a lot of that pandemic stuff, and really found herself in a breakout role uh, in 2020. And then they just have nothing for her for the biggest show of the year, and everyone's like." She's going to host. She's going to host WrestleMania. It's okay. She's going to be the host. And then here's Titus and Hulk Hogan. And bless Titus. Does great charity work. I get why he's there for Tampa. Hulk Hogan can fuck off. There was a match penciled in for Bailey, But they can't do it. So I would think that this would have been the proper way to, to go about it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like when the New Day hosted because I thought the New Day should be on the card. See, I'm I'm a person who doesn't like... I don't view hosting as an honor. I view yeah, hosting as a demotion, more or less. Or, oh, well, you can still be there, but we're not going to let you get in the ring in front of this sold-out capacity stadium. Although, this stadium will not be sold out, but damn if they're going to try. <laughs> um, which is another bone of contention for me, especially after this latest NXT uh, outbreak of COVID. But, you know, it, it's one of those things where, hey, Bailey is top two of your women on the main roster right now. She should be on this card. We'll see. I, I assume she'll just get added to this battle royal that they're going to end up announcing. And, you know, everyone gets on the card, Jeff. Everyone gets Everybody on the card. Because these battle royals don't do <laughs> anything. I mean, it's they're the same every year. I've been to the, I've been to like, other than the, the New York WrestleMania, I've been to the last, what, three WrestleManias before that. They're the same. You get a bunch of NXT women in there. There's an NXT moment. <laughs> and, you know, it's, 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 you know, and then a bunch of people get thrown out and you don't care. Stellar Justin Lopez says, so is Bailey in the Battle Royal or a random match versus? Also, the great Jeff Hawkins, the Snyder Cut rules. 
I assume you watch that. I made it an hour into the Snyder Cut and then I turned it off. I am I am done oh with my alien God. forces coming in and doing <laughs> make better villains. Villains are what make comic book movies. Make better villains. And this I saw was it. just low rent Thanos. In my yeah, I saw I saw your tweet about that. I got maybe like half an hour into it and I wasn't really actually planning to watch it. I was just trying to throw something on before the tournament game started mm-hmm. today. So I got half an hour into it. I might watch it tomorrow. Um, what we will see. Probably not. Before we get into the show, uh, this is my personal moment of self-indulgence right now. <laughs> Before I've ticked anybody off on the podcast, maybe Man. I've ticked off some Hogan fans already. I don't, I'm sorry if I have. Who cares about but them? As many of you know, I have applied to be what they call editorial on the Peacock Network in, in charge of the WWE part of it. And I kind of want this job. Or at least I want to be talked to about this job. Now, it's been a few weeks since I've actually turned in my resume. I have a couple of contacts at Peacock. They said I'd at least get a fair shake. They might be waiting. They might be until, like, Fastlane is done to start interviewing people or until the official launch. But just in case they haven't, I would really like some nice tweets at Peacock TV asking to interview Jeff Hawkins. Candidate number 1898977. If you all could do that for me, do not cuss them out, do not say anything, just say, hey, we'd like one of us, a wrestling fan, someone who knows this network, someone who has been subscribed since day one and has been part of the wrestling internet culture, so to speak, since 1992. We think he'd be a great addition to your Peacock TV to help curate and run the WWE platform. If you all could each do that once for me, I'd really appreciate it. Because I think this network is something special. And I think they kind of... Kind <laughs> of... Uh, the WWE did not see what they had in it, and I don't know if NBC knows what they have in it. And what I'd like to really do is get more technology in there if I can... I kind of want to bring party rooms in there. That's really would be a big goal of mine if they'd let me. I am hamstrung by whatever NBC wants this network to be. Um, if I if I get talked to or whatever, I understand that. But I've been talking to a lot of people behind the scenes who are you know writers and and hosts of certain internet news sites and things of that nature and people like Brandon Thurston who do who does WrestleNomics. Go, okay, what do you want to see in this network? And I have a long compendium of ideas. And I want to try and make as many of them possible because I want not only WWE fans to want this network, I want lapsed wrestling fans to come back to this network. And I think it's it's a nice big historical vault of the history of wrestling. And I want to get that thing curated, and I want to make searches better, and I want playlists, and I want all sorts of different things, but I need to get the job. So <laughs> so any help you guys could give me, I'd appreciate it. Be polite, not screw me, because I will find out, and I will hunt you down, and I will kill you. No, um, <laughs> but uh, I just want to be talked to. If they're not in my price range, that's cool, too, but uh, I just kind of want to talk to them a little bit about uh, about what they see in this network. So... Get uh, Jeff yeah. an interview with Jack Donaghy. One eight nine eight nine seven seven is my candidate number, and I appreciate it. Now on to the show. Uh, we're gonna catch up on some super chats. Speaking of people who can f off, screw anyone who forced Maki Ito off Twitter. Very disappointing in wrestling Twitter today as an Asian American. It seems like that was Cornette people, and yes, fuck all of them. Honestly, I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Jeff. But uh, I. I know there's a rumor going around that it was a bunch of Coronet fans that ran her off, and if that's true, they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. I yeah. like Maki Ito a lot. I understand she's not everybody's cup of tea. It's unrepentantly stupid, and I love unrepentant stupidity in my wrestling, <laughs> and she's fantastic. And after, especially after the deal with Hannah Kimura, to use social media to bully someone else, stop it. It's crap. Okay. We don't learn lessons. At least a lot of people on Twitter don't learn lessons. They'll, they'll say they do, and then they don't. Uh, David East Estabrook says, just want to show appreciation for the coverage. Thanks, David. Appreciate that. 
some loser named Hannah says quicker than Oral Roberts knocked out Ohio State. We'll get into the digs at uh, the unfortunate, unfortunate um, uh, D'Angelo Dawkins getting (laughs) Ohio State getting knocked out there. Not good. Uh, Myron Kitt says go Wahoos defend the crown. There you go. Ray Callahan Jr. Longest says, reigning champs, baby. <laughs> Play last year. Ray Callahan Jr. says, Jeff, keep match timestamps. How can they do this? Yeah, a lot of people mad that the uh, the, the timestamps are gone off of the network, and I'm with them. It just needs to be curated. So, yeah, that's part of the job, I think, as well. I, I, don't, know if they, I don't know if they want some young 25-year-old to go in there and work 80 hours a week to try and curate it because it's a property or if, uh, you know. If they want somebody, you know, who's a little bit more serious about it. Let's get into SmackDown. 69 names. Deegan uh, starts off, says, what the fuck was that women's segment? Barely two minutes and didn't make anyone look good. I hate when everyone's storyline gets jumbled together to save time. So we started SmackDown with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair arguing backstage. And Bianca is like, how are you going to defend your title against Nia? We got a big match against WrestleMania. What does she care? She's going after the title. If she just wanted to face Sasha Banks, just face Sasha Banks. Yes, this is a bad way to build. And it's been a week. If you watched AEW television as well, bickering tag teams seems to be the go-to for a lot of these things. Just build. Sasha thinks she's the best. Bianca thinks she's the best. We're putting aside our differences to go after the tag titles because we're professional wrestlers. <laughs> we wrestle for money, and tag teams give us more. Tag team titles give us more money. How about that? That'd be nice. But yes, we, we jumble the feuds together. We have we have Shayna and Nia bickering. We have Bianca and Sasha bickering. It's just it. It's lazy, is what it is, and it's it, and I don't. I don't blame anybody but the head guy for that because this is how they've been doing feuds for a while. There's a real story to be told with Bianca being the next generation up after the horsewomen going after the glory that, you know, that, that the veterans have and, you know, that real underdog type thing. But even that, come on, Sasha, you can do it. (laughs) It was bad. It was poorly executed and it's not interesting. She said, Bianca said she's not going to come out. And then five minutes later, her music hits. Yeah, Yeah. her music hits to come out. Not only did she come out, she told the production person, hey, hit my music so I can come out. Uh, Sasha and Nia Jax for the SmackDown Women's title. Oh, they had a fine match. The the spot where Nia swung her face into the turnbuckle looked very scary. I'm glad everything was okay out of that. Um, And we had some shenanigans at the end. Sasha goes for the state uh, bank statement. Shayna gets into the ring, accidentally kicks Nia, and then Sasha picks up the victory. Bianca kind of runs off Shayna. So both tag teams just hate each other. Uh, that spot scared me too. I <laughs> thought it was a concussion. I liked Nia in this match more than most matches I've seen her in. I liked the smack talk uh, within the empty building when you get up, oh, it's over, those types of things. That was cool. I'm especially happy Reginald was not in the building tonight. Yes. Um, I don't know if that's COVID-related or if that's an editorial choice, so to speak. But either way, it freed up one of the more uh, less useful parts of this angle. So I, I'm, I'm fine with that, too. But, yeah, we have both teams bickering with each other. And then we have a third team involved, as we'll get to later in the show. I, I assume Reginald will be there on Sunday, assuming it's not COVID-related. I, I would think yeah. that Reginald will be there um, on Sunday. Somebody's hit with a bottle or wine thrown in their face. <laughs> uh, we're going we're to kind of keep it at this women's segment here. So Nia yells at, at Shayna for costing her the match. Shayna's like, I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to face Bianca later on. I'm going to get a match against Bianca. So we do Bianca and Shayna for about 30 seconds. Natalia and Tamina run in and cause a disqualification maybe they're added to the match on sunday i don't know but what, hope not. what are we doing what are we doing here i i kind of hope they are because i don't need sasha and bianca with the titles and i also don't need them taking a loss so if you just throw tamina and natalia in there so daya and Shayna can pin one of them i'm fine with that i'm thinking that this we may not get a battle royal we may get uh 
we may get a multi-team schmaz instead at WrestleMania. And, you know, this will eliminate Bianca and Sasha because they have to go off and do their solo thing, but then it puts in, you know, it puts in Tamina and, and Natty and then the Riot Squad and then Billy Kay and whoever she gets as a partner, probably Bailey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, or Carmella and Bailey. That I wouldn't mind that team, actually, to be honest with you. But, uh, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's... It's all unnecessary. They, why do we need Bianca and Sasha in this women's tag team title feud? Why? We don't. We don't. <laughs> and if you knew how to build a one-on-one, <laughs> you wouldn't have to do this. But this has been – this is a WWE trope at this point where it's like the two main people feuding are going – we had it on NXT with yeah. with Balor and uh, – and Karrion Cross taking on the tag team champs, even though there's no reason they should team up with each other. It's it's it's, it's a ridiculous trope. So dumb. it's and it doesn't make your tag team champs look strong either. No, so dumb. Uh, Joel Pearl says Mikey Ito's on Instagram saying her Twitter was hacked. Well, that's good. I mean, Jim Cornette and his cult could still fuck off, but that's good that uh, they didn't run her off of Twitter. It's got I got no, no time for those guys. <laughs> Um, Seth Rollins is out. Seth Rollins talks about Cesaro, saying he's Cesaro's not a fighter. Cesaro is jealous. Uh, you know, Cesaro, he's not going to get up. I knocked him down. Where's he going to get up? He's he's a failure. He's a waste of potential. And he's been grabbing at the brass ring for years, and he's never gotten it, and he never will. Shinsuke Nakamura takes exception to all this. Comes out, uh, hits uh, Seth with a Kinshasa. Seth bails. Nakamura is left standing tall. Thoughts on this segment and Seth Rollins and his drip and his one glove, Jeff. We, we got to talk about these suits of Seth Rollins <laughs> because the past few weeks, some of them have looked like carpet samples sewn together. Um, some of them look like uh, there's a place here in uh, in Hollywood called the Hollywood Suit Outlet, which looks like just rejects from 70s exploitation films. Uh, this looks like some sort of weird... <laughs> The purple man from Marvel Comics morphing into something? What? These suits are hideous. These Dude, suits, these suits are the rule. These no, suits these are, are the most Number one. Number one, these suits are hideous. Like, green and blue from, like, a 70s shag carpet last week. And then the dress shoes with no socks. We need to talk about this. Put on some socks because the nasty-ass feet are going to stick up those wonderful, probably way too expensive shoes. Um, Zegman itself is fine. I just, this, this, (laughs) you had a perfect opportunity to rebrand Seth Rollins as a returning baby face whose fatherhood has changed me in some ways. Instead, he's coming back to be the same old savior character. And he's, it's even weirder because he's like a savior, but he ain't saving nobody. So (laughs) it's like, you know, the one black glove, I don't I, I wouldn't mind that if he was doing the claw or if he was doing a loaded punch. It means he's a heel. I don't I don't have my choice that's stupid. That's what it is. I don't have my black glove. It's it's over there behind me. I should just go grab is it. Is it a he, lucky black glove? No, is it, it, does it represent something? It represents that you're you're trying to it's where the power lies. I think it's a Hogan term. I should do that. Fine if it's where the power lies. Just make the glove mean something as opposed to it's a costume choice. Like I'm gonna it's wear glasses choice. with like one lens out and come just out. like the drip. The, this suit was literally dripping. His suit was dripping, Jeff. <laughs> I'm too old to use the term drip. <laughs> Seth Rollins is fantastic. I don't have the glove this week because that's I'm trying to be a professional. I've got an actual professional here, not Sean Ross Sapp, so I'm trying to be professional. I'm doing guillotine leg drops on the other show, all right? Let me, let me try to calm it down <laughs> a little bit uh, for one of these shows. So no glove tonight. But I love the fashion choice by Seth Rollins. I, love I don't the mind way. it, to be honest with you. It's just, it's just they're, they're, these are suits that you're going to wear once. And like, they're homeless people. They're going to be in the Goodwill <laughs> looking at these suits going, I don't want that. That's way too ugly. <laughs> I saw that in the floor of a house. <laughs> uh, we got Rollins and Nakamura at Fastlane now. I would assume Rollins wins that to set up Rollins and Cesaro at WrestleMania, unless they're going to do some type of screwy finish and make it some type of triple threat or 
do a multi-man ladder match for the IC title. I don't know. Where do you think this is going? I think he. I think. I think it's going to be one on one. Seth and Cesaro at Mania, and then you know uh, Nakamura is the uh, is the best friend who must die so that the hero comes in and challenges him. That's you know it's a standard action movie trope. I wouldn't mind the three way, but you know I. I thought it was actually going to be Nakamura and Rollins at Mania at first. And I thought they were going to do Cesaro here. Uh, I don't want to see Cesaro and Nakamura fighting. I like them as friends. Yeah. So because they've 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 had this weird face turn that wasn't naturally a face turn <laughs> together, and I kind of dig that. I kind of dig two guys who are just loyal to each other the entire time, no matter can, no matter who's fighting them. Can Seth Rollins get anybody on his side, like an actual follower? Not Buddy Murphy. We don't need to go down that road. <laughs> Come on, Murphy's no. a sucker here. I love <laughs> I love Murphy. I wish they would do something with him, but like that that ship has sailed. Can he get somebody? Alistair to, Black. We could bring him be, back for. That for would a be second. good, actually. That would be good. He rises oh, from I the agree. dark dimension, and he, he's with Seth Rollins now. I'm fine with. Sure. That. Why not? Uh, 69 names. Deegan says, knowing WWE, they'll throw Natty and Tamina into Sunday's match. We'll still make Sasha take the pin. No, please. <laughs> please. No. Yes. When I Bianca agree. Walks out on her. Yeah. Because they accidentally hit each other or bumped heads. I feel like that's going to be the finish regardless. I really think it's going to be some nonsense like that. Like, uh, don't understand it. Do not understand it. I think there's uh, going to be a lot of angry people after Sunday. I think it might be a decent pay-per-view in many ways, but I think there's going to be I think there's going to be a lot of people go, "Why why did we watch this?" And it's like, "Well, it's 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 a it's a peace-moving thing. It's not it wasn't supposed to bl- do blow-offs or anything. It's a setup for mania. It's a B show that, you know, it's 4 hours of your time probably to set up matches for mania that you already know." So, yeah. Taxel says, I'm tired of the suit slander. Okay. Embrace the vision. Okay. Yes, Taxel. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Embrace the vision. Would you Don't... wear one of those suits? Let me, I would. Let me ask Taxel that. Would Taxel oh. ever watch, wear any of those suits? I was no. about to say, do you see the dumb shit I do on our shows? I would 100%. <laughs> you, yes. you, look, both of us have no standards to go for the laugh. I yeah. am good with that. I'm fine. I, I'd wear one of those suits once. <laughs> Uh, I tried to find like one of those rubber suits at like a Goodwill and had, had no luck. Uh, I was going to wear it on one of the shows, but it's because but, there are other people at Goodwill probably <laughs> scoping it out. Yeah. True. Very true. Very true. Um, uh, we got the street profits against the Mysterios, uh, the dirty dogs, the dogs, the top dogs, the, the oral Roberts dogs were out there on commentary. <laughs> The Mysterios won this match. Uh, Dominic uh, rolled up uh, Dawkins. I think he rolled up Dawkins. It says Ford, but I'm pretty sure he rolled up Dawkins. Somebody concur. It was Dawkins. Yeah, thank you. Uh, We need to fix our coverage there. Um, And then Alpha Academy comes out. And, of course, you know, then we got to do another tag team match. And then Alpha Academy beats the Mysterios. Can I ask a question? Sure. (laughs) It's hypothetical. I'm going to (laughs) ask What are we doing with Rey Mysterio? What is this whatever it takes thing for Rey Mysterio, the most straight ahead good guy that WWE has possibly ever had in the last 20 years? The guy who always he's the scrappy underdog who <laughs> but you know he's like kicking guys in the nuts. <laughs> and you're like what? And then of course we get their tag team logic Team one beats team two. Team two beats team three. Team three then beats team one. And we're all 50-50 and nobody matters. You have two feuds here you can actually build. Let's build them. But, you know, that's old school Jeff. Not on sour graps. (laughs) (laughs) But, again, the Mysterio thing is the thing that really I went, wait, now... Does everybody have to be an opportunist and bend the rules and take what you want because, you know what, only suckers are good guys type of Vince McMahon mentality? Yes. I mean, it's just – it's so weird. That's that's how it is. That's how everybody just turns heel. You can't just have – but the thing is, is like booking an underdog babyface is like the best babyface that you know how to book because they did it uh, seven years ago with Daniel Bryan. It's like, oh, man, yeah. this worked, and now they think everybody should just be they booked just like that him. as they a babyface. Yeah. 
That'll make, that'll make him sympathetic. We'll just so, beat him. The fact that like they can't even do that with Stereo right now, uh, I don't know. Dominic's like, the street- great, though. I like Dominic oh, yeah. a lot. Let's separate him. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. From dad, because otherwise he's never going to be anything but Rey Mysterio's son. Here's the thing: I'm completely, I'm completely fine with this tag team. Like when they beat the Street Profits, I was like, you know what? This isn't bad. I understand the Street Profits have been getting the momentum, but like we've seen the Street Profits against the the Dirty Dog Dogs uh, plenty of times. So I was fine with the Mysterios winning that match, and then Otis and Gable come out, and it's like, oh no, Otis and Gable are going to win. Yes. Why, why can't you just have the Mysterios beat them? And it's like, oh man, they're really solidified their chance uh, for for the tag team title shot. I really want to see this match now. Guys who have won matches against the champions. But no, can't do that. Can't do that. And I like Gable and Otis as a team. It's just they're not supposed, they sh- don't interject them here right now. <laughs> give the Mysterios that moment against the former tag team champions to give them legitimacy. Nope, go right in, beat them. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous in some ways. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, uh, Dominic's getting out of this. I will say this. This was a very good night for Dolph Ziggler on commentary. <laughs> I thought it, all his jokes hit. <laughs> Dolph can be a little too tryhard in the comedy department. And I love that about him. But, uh, every joke he was making was hitting tonight. I was like, he's having a good night. He should do a solid seven in the ring and get out of there. He was so thrilled to make that Oral Roberts joke uh, at Dawkins' expense. So, so thrilled. He made it once when Dawkins was in the ring, and then when Dawkins was on commentary with him, he made it again. He was so happy to, oh, yeah. to rub you this know, in his if, face. If somebody's in pain, you hurt them more. That's yeah. comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 69 Names Deegan says, no one turns heel. It's Shades of Grey. Jeez. Oh, I don't mind Shades of Grey on some people. Not on Rey Mysterio Jr., your scrappy <laughs> underdog. Sami Zayn comes up to Kevin Owens, and he's like, are you, are you in? You in with my conspiracy? Come join me in the ring. Look what's happening. We get a uh, break for this match. The match no one wants to see uh, between two people you can't stand, and here it is, Corbin against Sami Zayn. It ends very quickly. Sami Zayn is arguing with the ref after a near fall because he thought he was screwed over. Corbin hits the end of days. That's the finish. Uh, commentary is like, Kevin, did you see anything? He's like, no, I saw Sammy being a bitch and complaining. And then he lost. And Sammy's like, did you see anything? He's like, no, you lost. Like, what? nothing happened there. Like, that was good officiating. And then Sammy kicks Kevin Owens right in the face. This video package was one of the greatest things that they've done on the main roster in a very long time. Like most of their good stuff is relegated to WWE.com or talking smack or raw talk. Now without Charlie Caruso idiots. Um, (laughs) But this thing was fantastic. This is, this is good comedy. I I enjoyed this. I kind of like slagging both heels who are both kind of annoying. I kind of dig that. I thought that was I thought that was a nice touch. Um, I don't mind seeing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the 400th time at WrestleMania because they're going to blow the roof off the dump. Feels like we've... Uh, <laughs> after all those months of fighting Roman Reigns and then not getting the title, it just feels like Kevin Owens is, is now going to get moved down a bit and... I hate to see it because I think I think he should be a mega white hot 
alpha star on in WWE, but uh, I'll I'll enjoy this because I think they work great together. So I'm fine with this. I it feels like it's been a while since we've had Owens versus Zayn one on one, right? Like I feel like it's been a while since since we since we've done that match. Let me look this up. Where where is Evan? Like Ray, like by the bl- way? I think I feel like we had a, like a blow off match just once where it was like Owens like pinned him in like 30 seconds and then walked Maybe. away. Maybe. Yeah. Where where is Evan Wright with the uh super chat? Best heel in the business, Baron Corbett. Someone someone pick up the slack for Evan if he's not gonna be here. Come on, guys. What what are we doing? Um so the last match between Zane and Owens one on one was let's see here. Two out of three falls. All these are tag team matches. Um Corbett must be a really good heel. He'll come out on TV and start cutting that steak that he cooks, which is like, <laughs> I'm just dying for a steak, to be honest with you. I'm on a bad diet, but no, and then, <laughs> he could just taunt vegetarian uh, Daniel Bryan. Hey, look at this. Look at this meat. Last televised match was 2018, September 2018, wow. where they fought over they the Raw them. contract. Yeah, so it's been a while <laughs> since since we've had uh, a match between I've been them. sussed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm completely fine with uh with them doing that match if that's if that's the direction where they're going. I'm with you though. Like it seemed like they had plans for I mean they did have plans for Owens. He had the big long feud with Roman Reigns and then after that it was like, oh well, we don't really know. That that's that's what they do. That's what they do. It's like, I, oh, I we know Sammy, what we're doing though, in the moment. We, we don't yeah. know what we're doing after that moment. I think Sammy's playing a very good irrational heel. I do. I think he's doing very good character work here. Yeah. Sammy's tremendous. Very, very good. Um, satellite interview between Big E and Apollo Crews. Big E, once again, says he's going to murder this man, and that's going to be the end of it. His limbs will not function, he said. He literally said he's going to kill this man. And Apollo is just basically said, you know, I'm going to win. I'm going to win for my ancestors. I'm going to be the Intercontinental Champion. E says, I'm done with this nonsense. Let's fight right now. He said, hey, pussy, you're still there. Let's fight right now. He <laughs> tries to run him over with the golf cart. They brawl. Biggie gets the, the better of that. Uh, and, and Apollo gets away in the golf cart. What would you think, Jeff? I am going to be unpopular here. Oh, no. I don't buy Biggie's anger. And I really? didn't hear... I didn't because it's a little – it feels like they're giving him directions to really play it up a bit, you know, so that it comes across on camera. Just from an acting perspective, I was watching that. I, <laughs> I like the Apollo character. The The accent got a little strained tonight, <laughs> which was kind of fun. Everything's going to be Nigerian, Nigerian royalty. I want uh, – play into the royalty a little bit more. I know you got King Corbin on the roster, but I'm fine with that. I – uh I kind of liked the brawl for a bit. I didn't like him running away. I thought he was going to drive the golf cart into that crack yeah. and run everybody off. That's what I kind of wanted. It's like, yeah, Paul, just be the biggest bastard you can be and just drive it into that crowd of WWE officials and Big E to get away from him. Yeah, I. Uh, but but the but the one on one segment, I, I just it. <laughs> until it got to the golf cart part, I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> I I will say I loved the segment last week. I thought Big E showed the right kind of fire yes. last week, I and that. I thought Apollo was great as well. I did think at that split screen when Big E first started talking, I said to myself, this feels a little forced. This, this doesn't feel as natural as it did last yeah. week. Um, yeah. and, and maybe it was the setting. I'm not sure. Uh, I thought Big E, again, delivered it with some good conviction, but it just felt a little bit more forced than it did last week. Shout I, out to DeAndre Johnson for the wacky races <laughs> reference in the chat. Ant Hill Mob and Penelope Pit Stop Forever. What a tremendous, tremendous uh, cartoon that was, the wacky races. I didn't like Apollo like running away like that. Like, if you're going to do something, like, I thought Apollo should have gotten the better uh, of this. Like, Biggie was blinded by his anger. And so Apollo took advantage of that. And then if that wasn't the case, he did, he should have run him over with the golf cart. I just thought I Apollo yeah. should have gotten the better of this and not just kind of run away. I don't know what they're going to do Sunday because it kind of feels like Apollo needs to win for the character, but it also feels a little too early to take the title off of Big E. I'm just not sure. What do you think? Oh, 
I think it's a no. I think it's a non-finish in some ways. By the way, does of my course. sound sound better? I just turned on my mic finally. Uh, <laughs> what um, mic have you been using? The, the computer. No, I've been mic? using the same mic. I just had. I got a new mixer, and I didn't have the power. Oh. Put, didn't do. Or I didn't have the power button on on it. But um, oh. sorry. Uh, yeah, I think non-finish, count-out finish, maybe DQ finish, oh, something no. like that. God, do you think he gets the belt? I think he should, but I'm kind of I think with he you. Should. I'm kind of with you that, yeah, I'm kind of with you that they do something wacky and set up a mania match. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it leads to. I don't think they get a one on one. Do you? I think this is the ladder match. Oh, the multi man. Yeah, I I mentioned that earlier. They they do this and then they add in Ko and Sami Zayn to it, and so you have all the stunt guys in there. (laughs) And and I don't, I don't mean that. uh, I don't mean that uh, flippantly. I mean. Kevin Owens is going to jump off of something, probably that yes. pirate ship. He wants uh, to, you know. Sammy, Sammy Zayn can do crazy stuff. Yeah, so I think this is. I think maybe Apollo wins by cheating somehow, and he gets stripped of it, and they put in a ladder match. That would be horrible. That would be horrible. Just do the one-on-one match. We're not doing a ladder match every WrestleMania, Sean. Come I agree. on. I agree. Come on. 69 Names Deegan says, best eel in the business, Bacon Cuban. <laughs> a Bacon Cuban sounds good. No? Not a fan? Quite bacon a Cuban right now? Yeah. Uh, Carlos Easy says, have they done this heel face setup for, for Sammy and KO? That's a good point. It seems like Sammy's usually the face and KO's usually the heel. So yeah, he was. And then, and then when, he, when he first turned to become the artist before he went off and got shoulder surgery, I think... And that was 2018. That was probably the 2018. They did the yeah. blow off. They were both surgery. Yeah. 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 So I think, yes. And I think it surprises me how good of a babyface Kevin Owens is. Just because I had, I spent years watching him on the indies being the best heel in terms of working the crowd and working <laughs> people into a frenzy and insulting people. Yeah, I, I I like I like every man Kevin Owens. I liked it when he was coming back. I didn't like those vignettes at like the bowling alley when he was eating and things like that. But I like the idea of every man, family man, prize fighter Kevin Owens being the babyface, going, "I'm just trying to make money for my family and stuff." But like like I said, Sammy's magic and Kevin's magic, they can do no wrong. I'm shocked at how much of a good babyface that Sammy Zayn is, because for years he was a heel. Or he was a, a, a great baby fan. Flip that around. Shocked at how good a good heel Sami Zayn is. There we go. Because okay. for so many years, he was a great baby face. Apologies. Apologies. It's all shades of gray. It's all shades of gray. Right, Sarah? Right, Deegan? It's all shades of gray. Um, main event segment. We're, we're here already. Before we get to the main event segment, we have a word from our sponsors. I get it, guys. It's a living nightmare to not have me on this show. And I'm sure that Jeremy and Jeff are putting you to sleep appropriately. But when you sleep, you want to sleep in comfort. You don't want something second rate. That's what I was doing. I was sleeping on that old slab of memory foam. And last year I said I need to increase my quality of sleep. So I hit up Helix. And then after that, I hit him up again and I said, let's do business. So now we've got helixsleep.com slash Fightful. You see it on this beautiful graphic. Up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. It has changed my life. It has increased my quality of sleep. You take a quick two-minute quiz and you find the right mattress for you. You don't want to go to the the mattress store in this day and age and roll around on a mattress that everybody else has been on. And I was concerned about that too. But I also had concerns about ordering a mattress online. Helixsleep.com slash Fightful takes care of that. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. They are great if you need cooled down. You've got ones that do that. If you sleep hot, you're covered. And they even have a Helix Plus for plus size folks. I'm sleeping better. My wife's sleeping better. It is so much of an upgrade over what we had uh, before. And and that quiz, it makes sure you get the right you get the right one. Uh, not not just us. It's not just us touting this. It's GQ. It's Wired Magazine. It's all these wonderful people that are saying, check out this mattress. 
10-year warranty. You get to try it out 100 nights, risk-free. They even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But you're gonna. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. He could have done that without burying us, right? It's not like every bit he and Denise do craps gold, all right? (laughs) I mean, Jeremy is working hard trying to think of comedy to make these banal headlines snap and get clicks. I'm an idiot. I get that. But for that guy, you know what? I hope he never comes back. I I agree. (laughs) I agree. We don't need him. This might be so much better. Oh, he's going to look how sexy I am without wearing glasses now. Oh, look at me. Oh, I look like a million bucks now that I had laser shot in my eyes. No, not really. It's still Sean Rossap. He's going to still, still wear the glasses. He's going to wear the gimmick glasses. So so we uh, just yeah. deport him to Canada because that's where he really wants to be. I mean, that's very true. He does. He does wish he was in Canada. <laughs> that's 100 percent true. 100 percent. God, the, the, just the temerity to do something like that. <sighs> I give him a segment. On, I give him a segment on my show, and then you know he comes on here and he wants to bury ungrateful. me. Ungrateful. Very grateful. Very yes. ungrateful. Very ungrateful. Um, is that him in the chat saying SRS is the goat, or is that somebody else? I'll put it on screen. I just assumed that's him just putting himself over. As <laughs> <laughs> well, he should. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out and. He says he recaps the entire feud in case you haven't been paying attention. He says he's going to tap out Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns says, comes out and he says, you're a liar. You're not tapping me out. I've never tapped out. And Brian says, I'm going to break you on Sunday. Any thoughts on this promo? He sells a promo. I, I, his words aren't exactly great, but he sells it. So I, I, I like it. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll expound a little bit more when we get into the story. Continue. Okay. I thought it was very basic. Um, yes. Credit to both men. Credit to both men for their delivery. Uh, but it was it was just – it felt like a promo that they needed. Let's get both men on the show. Give yeah. them some mic and time. And Roman got the main event swear word in there. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, main event. Edge against Jey Uso. The winner becomes the special enforcer. For the match on Sunday between Brian and Reigns, uh, Edge proving that he is gritty. Edge now is doing some chain wrestling and some submission stringing together here. Uh, here it's his ribs. He attacks the arms of Jay Uso. Jay takes control by going after the ribs of Edge. Edge uh, gets hit with a splash by Jay Uso, kicks out, and then hits him with the. Uh, he kind of just hits an arm breaker takedown and then hits the spear for the pin. Edge did pull off. A very nice top rope Frankensteiner in this match. I, I will give him credit on that. Edge gets the win with his not-so-great-looking spear, and he's the special enforcer. And then Roman comes out. He hits a much better spear on Edge. Brian, I love Brian. He's like, all right, motherfucker, you want me to tap you out right now? I'm coming in there. And then he gets blindsided by Uso, uh, and then Roman spears. Brian stands tall to close the show. I would have liked as a character choice if Daniel Bryan had been a little bit more peeved that either of these guys are going to be at ringside for his match. Given yeah. that Edge has kind of buried him, and you know Uso's there for trouble. And he's just, why do I need a special enforcer for my match? They signed <laughs> the contract. They signed the contract last week for this match, and then Edge comes out and is like, oh, we should do a special enforcer thing. And they're like, yeah, sure, we can do that, even though they just signed the contract for the match. Edge for 47. I like, I think this should be a pivot to the character a little bit more, being a grizzled veteran who can't do what he used to do. WWE likes to put its, for lack of a better term, older talent into kind of a plastic bag and bring them out and go, oh, we want you to do like you did when you were 27 or 28. And no, he should be a different wrestler than he was when he was the quote-unquote ultimate opportunist. And I thought for what he did was fine. I thought they... I didn't mind the uh, the clips other than the Hogan one. <laughs> you know, but I understood why they did it. My fear is that going into this pay-per-view, that Edge is going to screw Daniel Bryan. 
And so we're going to have unlikable Edge versus unlikable Roman. And we're going to be using likable Daniel Bryan to try and build heat for that feud at the same time. And it's going to, it's not going to be the big deal. It should be. It's already a little bit too much of those two interacting for my taste in terms of Roman and Edge. Uh, unless it's going to be a three-way and I don't, <laughs> boy, could you see them making this a three-way and Daniel Bryan taking the pin? I can totally see this being <laughs> so a three-way because I don't have okay, any interest. This promo. All right, fine. I don't have any interest <laughs> in Edge and Roman. Brian did, did say like with, with Jey Uso, like if he's going to be there, I know what I'm getting. And so I thought Brian was yeah. very good on commentary. Uh, putting over edge, putting over everything. Daniel Bryan is just tremendous at everything he does. Um, I do think that it's going to be a three-way because I, I don't have any interest in edge and Roman. Brian is the catalyst to, to this whole thing. Cause I think edge, I've been saying it for weeks now. He's been a little bitch in this whole thing of being like, Oh, Brian doesn't deserve this opportunity. He kind of scaled back on that in his little backstage promo on this show. I have not liked the edge character uh, since he's won. The rumble. I haven't I either. I don't care to see him against Roman. Like I don't. I don't have. I'm not rooting for either of these guys. That's why they need Brian. Yeah, that was a poor choice to go after Brian for. Oh, he's cutting in line to get his match with Roman. When it's not like Edge and Roman had a big festering blood feud going before that. Edge was right. going to get his match regardless for winning it's the, the Royal title. Rumble. Right. It's the title. Yes. That's what you're going for. Yes, you're going for the title. Who cares who gets it before that? I mean, it's 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 so myopic of 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 where they're planning the story. Where and now, you know, if you're gonna make Edge crazed old man who is obsessive about the title and will do anything to win, probably should have done that turn right after uh, right after the Rumble, maybe, and I could have bought it. But much, I don't want to boo. I don't want a 47-year-old heel edge. I just don't. I, I want my legends to kind of be guys you can root for. And I think this is kind of a mistake in, in the in the in the blocking and and the angle that they're doing here. It's you're gonna have Roman who's gonna get booed at Mania. You're gonna have Edge who will get booed at Mania, and then you'll have Daniel Bryan who everybody knows isn't winning at Mania. <laughs> and I, I think God bless them if they try that. Uh, I still think there'll be enough people in the stands where you'll hear the booing if they do. Um, yeah, I don't want... <laughs> I think it's perfectly acceptable Edge beats Roman and then Edge moves on to a feud with Daniel Bryan. That would have been fine. Let's build that. But instead, we got them all interacting with each other way too much. And Edge doesn't really have any motivation to be going after Daniel Bryan. That's oh. That's the issue here. His motivation is he thinks he's cutting in line or or he doesn't earn it. He didn't deserve it because he got it at Elimination Chamber, even though he got it after he'd already gone through Elimination Chamber and got screwed over. Edge has been in an Elimination Chamber. Yes. Again, Edge is being a bitch. Like, I'm yes. sick of it. Tired of it. Uh, Jam and Ryan Me Jam says, I don't know about you guys, but this felt like a boring SmackDown. Your overall thoughts on SmackDown, Jeff? I, I kind of agree. I thought the I thought the work was fine. I thought I thought you know the the main event segment was that that match was pretty damn good. I, I find the storytelling lazy, and that to me, and the promos are a little bit lazy. The promos are expositional, so yeah, it's 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 background noise, you know. And yeah, I found for a go home show, it was kind of a dud. Yep. I, I'm with you. Um, DJ Cass says, I'm so hyped for PR D- Dino Fury, then Fastlane. I don't know what Dino Fury is. I don't, no idea. I don't know. If you can explain that. Fastlane, I'm not very hyped for that. I got to watch NWA uh, before I watch Fastlane. I got a Robert O'Neill oh. over. I got to negotiate with him to, to try to save my own show. Now, a miserable what do you Sunday. think of that? Especially uh, NWA? I, that Dave- yeah. I think it shouldn't exist kind of there because i think they've lost too much talent i'm a little sad that dave marquez is no longer a part of yeah. it like yeah they've i have no interest in a nick aldis aaron stevens main event and the rest of the card ain't like i'm going out of my way to be like oh yeah trevor murdoch against chris adonis <laughs> and tyrus who, the, no, who cares who cares 
I don't know. I, yeah, I, I will not be watching it live, but I was a big fan of Power when it first came out. But yeah, now, me too. Especially with the death of uh, Josephus. Yeah. Question mark. I, I just, I, it felt like, hey, let's shut this down. <laughs> they they had they had James Storm and Eli Drake. I'm not even like a super fan of those guys, but like they're good. They had Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks. Look at what they're doing on AEW and like. Now look what they're reduced to. I don't. I don't have any interest. Half of Wild Card, which was one of their main heels, is gone. Uh, you know, Aldis. Aldis is great in a suit. And he's great on the mic, and he's great holding that title. Just, he's going to be holding just, it a long time. Yeah. Too. You know. <laughs> yeah, Thunder Rosa's on the show. Like I, but if I want to watch good Thunder Rosa matches, I'll, I'll watch AEW. I don't know if Camille is that great. Like I've seen her in the ring like once, I, and I think Thunder Rosa will do a good job with her. But look, her contract, we all know it's up at the end of the year. I don't feel like she's long for that promotion. Yeah, uh, I think Myron, the women's division could be rebuilt. They have some solid stuff in there. I mean, well, they, they lost. I mean, Serena Deeb is is the champion. They lost Allison Kay. Uh, she's a free yeah. agent. So it's I just don't have sign coverage is very fair. That's all I want. Sign Nicole Savoy. <laughs> sign Christy Janes. Sign the people that. You know, AEW is brought in but passed on. Heather Monroe is another one who would be very good there, there go. I think. Uh, Myron Kidd says, F the WWE for still trying to make Hulk Hogan relevant. Feel sorry for Titus as they have put him in an awkward position. Yeah. And uh, Hannah says, Jeff, give us the candidate number one more time. Do that and let everyone know where they can find you, right, Jeff? Candidate number 1898977. My name is Jeff Hawkins. I co-host a show on the Voices of Wrestling Network called Shake Them Ropes with Chris Novembrino. Kind of a more lighthearted take on the week that was in wrestling. We'll be looking at a lot of things like Charlie Caruso no longer being on TV. And the more I got a joke about this Titus Hogan thing that I thought of that I'm not going to share here, but I'm saving it for my show. Screw you, Sean, for burying me. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me at Crap Game 13. I tend to live tweet events with humor and hopefully some of the jokes are funny. And uh, you, if you just want to follow the show, you can follow the show one word at Shake Them Ropes. Shake Them Ropes been around, I feel like, forever. I remember listening to it very long time ago. One of the few wrestling podcasts that I actually listened to when I listened to wrestling. Years, I think, uh... Really? I feel like it's been longer than that. Um, but regardless, one of the wrestling podcasts I listened to when I actually listened to wrestling podcasts. Now I don't listen to anything. Now you just hate wrestling and you're a bitter shell of a man writing. Yep. Let's see if I can pop somebody with this onion-like headline right now. Yep. All right, That's great. pretty much it. Can't stand wrestling. Love working, though. Always I working. Come on, I want to come on the distraction, and we're all going to watch Cannonball Run, and we're going to have a great time. We should do that. We should do that on the Twitch. We should We should just okay. watch Cannonball Run. All right, let's, we'll, we'll set that up. We'll do that. I'll do that, uh, yeah. Evan Wright says, all this should drop the belt to Omega. Look, that didn't happen. I actually listened to an all this interview today where he talked about the Omega <laughs> match. <laughs> I just love none of my jokes are funny. Well, you're probably right about that, too. <laughs> oh, are you talking about guys appreciate you joining us here sean will be back with the cyclops eyes next week maybe maybe i don't know uh we'll be on twitch in half an hour or so what are you Uh, playing i have no idea we're actually playing twisted metal black uh we're doing co-op the fightful champion joel pearl and i are doing co-op on on twisted metal black uh, here's another thing i know joel's on right now when retromania comes out for the ps4 i'm down for that there you go (laughs) I got it on uh, Steam. I play. I play yeah. it on Steam. It's fun. It's a good game. Okay. Um, I'm hyped. Definitely check it out. Yeah, it's it's good. Might take takes a little while to get like used to, but once you get used to used to it, it's like uh, and then it's tough to like kind of master after that. But it's a good game. I, I think you'll enjoy it. Guys, will be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming at eleven thirty, playing games. We'll be bantering with the chat and having fun for a very long time. Check out the distraction. We're shooting the hottest angle in professional wrestling right now. I don't care. AEW, WWE, NWA, all these promotions ain't touching what we're doing on the distraction. All right, everybody. We'll be back. Sean and Denise will be back on Monday. We'll have a post show after Fastlane on Sunday. We're always doing stuff. We'll have a watch along on the Twitch on Sunday. Sign up to Fightful Select. Sean's breaking news all the time. You get extra interviews, early access to interviews, early access to columns, uh, extra podcasts, sour graphs is on Fightful. So like, go to Fightful.com. All right? Go, go there. Everything is there. We'll talk to everybody after a while. Andy. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.